Katie Garrett Artist, The Scholar Marius, Image by K. McVeer LLC Before COVID-19, I purchased a small piece of artwork created by Katie Garrett. She'd exhibited her work at one of the local libraries in Ada County and I really liked her work. The exhibit included pieces by other artists I know which are equally as good. But I like Katie's stuff more and I'm trying to figure out why. My friend who went with me had a different opinion about Katie's creations. Her take on Katie's art was totally opposite to mine and now I'm wondering why some people are passionate about the Impressionists and others just adore the Modernists, while I can't get enough of the cute, creepy and curious. Just like an old friend of mine who paints and draws, my mother enjoyed painting before she chose to become an amateur photographer. I have three oil paintings on canvas she did in the 1980s, a landscape and two portraits. One portrait depicts a woman bathing and the other is of a man, a Native American tribal leader in full headdress. Both paintings, I'm sure, must have been copied from photographs, but I've never been able to find out the names of the artists. Although, I seem to recall my mother saying something about using her own image in the painting of the woman washing her hair, so perhaps that painting may be an original piece. The landscape I'm positive my mother copied from one of her own photographs while traveling with my stepfather. Anne Martin, A. G. Miller Artist, Untitled, Image by K. McVeer LLC. I've gotten so used to my mother's paintings in my house, paintings which hang in the hall or in my bedroom that for years I don't even see them. I'm reminded of my mother's paintings only when strangers notice them. Years ago, when I considered selling my house for the first and last time, a realtor showed up and as she followed me into the master bedroom remarked, Wow! You've got a picture of a naked woman on your wall. Lately, I've been studying these oil paintings wondering why I love the landscape more than the portrait of the woman washing her hair in a large clay tub. When I first saw my mother's landscape of a lake in shades of brown and yellow with a bit of blue in the sky, the starkness of the scene made me sad. I'm still undecided whether the scene depicts a sunrise or sunset. Her decision to include only the colors brown and yellow, with a dead stump of a tree near the shoreline as a focal point, makes me think of dystopian science fiction novels. Anne Martin, A. G. Miller Artist, Untitled, Image by K. McVeer LLC. Just like Katie Garrett Scholar, my mother's landscape fits within our current terrifying period, dealing with a pandemic while also dealing with the threat of losing our democracy for good. We are living in turbulent times, not sure if this is our sunset or our sunrise. The scholar Marius and my mother's landscape pull me into their depths and force me to take notice of them, unlike decorative and simple pieces which I look at and never think about again. Lately, I've been wondering about individual tastes in artwork, how some people adore paintings of big-eyed children while I'm creeped out by them. Or some people just love Impressionist or Baroque art while others could care less about Monet or Rembrandt. And, after experiencing firsthand the great sculptures and paintings up close in Paris, why did I pass by Rembrandt's Mona Lisa with a suppressed yawn, yet, stood transfixed when I saw Vincent van Gogh's Starry Night? Did I yawn because the Mona Lisa had been overplayed and meeting the reality wasn't all that impressive? Or did I yawn at the Mona Lisa because I only had a few minutes to view the painting before the crushing crowd pushed me on to the next exhibit? I don't think the timing mattered, the moment I set eyes on Starry Night I was transfixed. My reaction to Van Gogh's art may have something to do with my love of bright colors or thick brush strokes. I'm not sure why I prefer Van Gogh to Warhol or Salvador Dali to Monet. Sure, I admire Monet's paintings, but I don't get emotional when I see them. Nope. 
My brain lights up only when I see work by Georgia O'Keeffe or Vincent Van Gogh or Salvador Dali while Jackson Pollock's abstract expressionism leaves me cold and confused. Does my love of these artists have something to do with my love of fantasy and science fiction? Realism is okay, but the weird and the wonderful are better. Katie Garrett Artist The Scholar Marius, Image by K. McPhear LLC That's why I just had to buy Katie Garrett's Scholar. A mouse called Marius who needs reading glasses and wears a scholar's gown looking so serious with just a hint of sadness in his demeanor, that's what I find so marvelous about this bit of artwork. I love his carefully quaffed hair and demure goatee. He speaks to me. I share his studious sadness. And I empathize with all creatures, great and small, who are thinkers and dreamers and who search for truth. Brave, little one. As you walk down the hallways of learning, I imagine you on your way to some great lecture, your little mouse brain eager to absorb new mind-blowing information. Someday, in your world, perhaps the one imagined by the author Douglas Adams, from his book The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Eumarius, a vastly hyperintelligent pandimensional being, will rival our puny earth-born geniuses.